Hello. Hey there. Hi. And welcome to what we now know as episode 58 of Come Get Your Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. I am Dustin. I'm pretty sure it's episode 57. You know who I am. I don't know who you are. Or is it I don't even know who you are? This man doesn't know which episode we're on. 88. What's the end game line? Is it I don't even know who you are? When one, it's like, you took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. Yeah, there it is. Okay. I thought so. How we doing? I'm doing very well. How about you guys? Uh, hmm. You know what? I have, I have a headache that just won't go away this morning. You want me to come over and rub some honey on your thighs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, end of episode we gotta right, go we'll later <laughs> so <laughs> i gotta go across town i mean i'm going to eat your neck of the woods later so oh, that's true maybe but i will also be gone at some point so you're gonna go talk to his next door neighbor tony and diane are those the fake names i can't call back them all that yeah time i'm ago? pretty sure that's okay. that's accurate mm. call back that's a big callback yeah, that was a while ago. That was really... That was two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tony and Diane. What are their actual names? Doug and what? Donna. Wanda. WandaVision. <laughs> Doug and WandaVision. He likes beef eater gin. They don't actually exist. <laughs> it's all a figment of our imagination. <laughs> We're in a simulation. There Just like the no, Matrix 4. There is no spoon, yeah. Oh. The Matrix 4. Keanu Sans is live and well. It's it's his renaissance. How, do we, do we need it? I mean, because of how the third one ended. I mean... No, we don't need it, but do we want it? Eh, I guess. That's I to guess. be decided, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ah, sure. Is it just one of the Wachowskis, or is it both of them? Do we know? I mean, I want this one more than Backdraft 2, or whatever the fuck that's going to be called. <laughs> that's how already out, sir. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> we already have Backdraft 2. It's I available. Guess, I guess that's true. It's the revenge of the original Backdraft for not killing all the firefighters. I tweeted about it, and I think if The Matrix 4 isn't called The Matrix, with the A being a 4, we riot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly, because that works so well for the Fantastic Four as well. I no one cares about them, and I really, <laughs> really hope. My only hope for the Matrix Four is that the Wachowskis, one or both of them, depending on who's involved, aren't up their own asses that much. Well, I said it was Lana attached to it. That's all I know. Okay, yeah, I only saw her name, and I don't know if the other one is there or not. I just wanted to be three hours of the architect from the second Matrix movie that everybody hated. Where he just talked Is that dude in, like, still alive? I don't even know. It was just no, he was just like talking in riddles. Like I just want that for three hours. If it's not, you recast him as Donald Sutherland. <laughs> no, you recast him as a younger architect, Nick Offerman. I'm, I'm also it. fine with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. I, I mean, mm. how are they going to do that? I mean, spoiler alert: they a, a few of them died at the end of the <laughs> yeah. third Matrix movie. Spoiler so how are they Twenty-year-old movie. Yeah. Like how? So it's Keanu good. and. Um, I can never remember her name. Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, they they both died at the end of the third. Well, Matrix I don't think it was official movie, right? that Keanu died. Like he just got dragged into. It was heavily implied that the world yes, was taken was. over. Yeah, 
Wow. So it's all right. It's Matrix Four slash Inception, and he just goes a level deeper <laughs> to another Matrix. <laughs> Feel the bump. But this one's going to be starring Michael B. Jordan, right? You think I'm joking? I'm pretty serious about this because I don't know how else you do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how else you're going to do this, especially this late. We'll find out. I mean, there's a lot to be revealed. I mean, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch it. In I'm the just, midst I'm of gonna the, go do it. I'm dubbing it the Keanu Sans. I like it. I like it a lot. I said that already. Did you? Did I you did. call it the Keanu Sans though? Yes. You I made this. I don't know if you said I made Keanu Sans. <laughs> I think you said Keanu Renaissance. I said Keanu Sans. No. I did you this. actually say it? Yeah. Fucking I, black mold in this bitch. Yeah. I didn't hear you say TM TM, so I mean it's mine. Yeah. TM TM. I mean, you got me there. I'm not saying you know, I, I didn't mean, say that. We all know if we've ever been on Reddit, it's the repost that gets all of the attention, so I'm sorry, Chris. I made this. this. No longer your content. <laughs> Look, I made this. <laughs> you made this? I made this. I, I made this. this. <laughs> it's okay. We're one collective group. My ideas are your ideas. We're the hive mind. Except when it's a good idea, then it's definitely my idea. (laughs) (laughs) Bill and Ted 2 is my idea. (laughs) What are we at? 3? 4? Yeah, Bill and Ted 3 comes out next year. Actually. Yeah. Bill and Ted 3, face the music. What a time to be alive. Another movie where I said, do we need this? Sure. Not even mad about it. We need that more than Backdraft 2. That, Stop back the, harder what gives you the audacity to be that naive backdraft to tokyo drift i didn't yes. look at the casting list but i hope kurt russell's in there again and it's like his son or something i hope it's the eighth baldwin brother the mystical eighth baldwin brother dominic baldwin there probably is a dominic baldwin is there a dominic baldwin i don't know doesn't matter yeah, they keep they keep him in the basement. Oh, so he's like the the Kennedy sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. They don't let them come out. <laughs> Anywho, video games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as some of you may have noticed, we've been streaming a lot more lately. Just and a little bit. Just a little bit, because we want to try it out, broaden our horizons, increase our brand awareness, as they say, as or whatever the SQ. Well, I don't know what the <laughs> short term. Sorry, the search. Uh, uh, SEO. SEO. There it is. I'm really good at this. Uh, and some of you have been showing up in force. And uh, some of you are also transferring over to listen to the podcast. So welcome and thank you for joining us. Hi, Sam. Uh, if you've uh, <laughs> been on the podcast side of things only, you should head over to twitch.tv slash come get your podcast. We're, we're striving for our uh, affiliate status with Twitch. And we have a couple friends helping us out get there as well uh, up via IntelliGame, as listeners will know about. And uh, Daredef is also just hop on the train. So thank you very much. No, I'm a bad friend. So I've known Dara for a long time. You know, she lives, she lives in Canada. We know each other through pure ownage. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even know I had a podcast. So I'm, I'm a bad friend. <laughs> So <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about that, but hey, you know, wait, I'll let you call yourself out there. Uh, man, that's self-accountability, man. I don't know. She was, man. Yeah, she was pleasantly surprised She's to like, hear about what? it. So you if you're listening, this. welcome. Um, yeah, hey. but yeah, we're uh, we're on our way to affiliate status and 
that opens up cool new things for us and anyone who's watching. And I don't know. It's a if you're not aware of what Twitch even is, it's a live streaming platform where uh, one of us puts our ugly mugs on on camera and we play video games and hang out with people. And it's just a fun way to interact with random strangers on the internet in a safe way. <laughs> uh, while generally not being accosted or called names like in Call of Duty. So Yeah, I don't I'm very sensitive. I don't like that. I uh there is a alpha happening this weekend, which by the time this episode comes out it'll be done, of the new Call of Duty, and it's a two V two mode and as soon as I got into that, I hit the button that just mutes everybody, and I can't hear a thing. And it's the only way to play Call of Duty. <laughs> so, yeah, ah, chocolate milk. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, it's a it's a cool, interesting new concept, the two v two thing. I'm still not going to buy the game, more than likely. But hey, it's a free weekend thing, so why not? Yeah how how was that? It's interesting. Uh, it's like I said, two v two on small, tiny maps. Uh, it's random weapons you are given. You don't start with a loadout. Every single person, all four of you have the same weapon loadout for two rounds, and then it switches. And uh, basically, you try to kill the other team before they kill you, and there's no health regen. If you go down, you are out until the round is over. And if for some reason it's like 1v1, and neither of you are shooting at each other, uh, a flag will spawn at, at some random area in the map, and it's like a capture point. And yet, if you capture it, you win the round. Or, if you don't capture it, whatever team has the most health wins the round. Hmm. And then, if it's like 1v1, you're both at 100 health, and neither of you capture the point, I'm assuming it's a draw. I don't know. I have, I, that's never happened. <laughs> Nobody's tested that out yet. I'm sure it's happened. I just haven't seen it. Sure. <laughs> but hmm. it's 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 different. Yeah. It's very fast, very fast paced. You get in, get out, and I don't know. It's it's cool. Uh so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully some of you other of you have tried it out as well. It's a big departure from uh stuff Call of Duty's been doing for over a decade, so <laughs> at least that's trying to be different. Yeah, I mean I think honestly we are seeing the end of Call of Duties. Yeah. I mean, I think Black Ops 4 was their big last hurrah. And they did it well, I, I think, in some modes. Um, I mean, I enjoy Blackout. I know you guys um, enjoy Blackout. Mm-hmm. But I think with with the rise in popularity of Battle Royale games and the leap away from just TDM style, typically, it's like Call of Duty just like that. You know, they're losing their way, trying to stay relevant. I think... I think, I obviously don't know, but this 2v2 mode could be a great eSport thing to watch. It sounds like it. And I think they're trying to trans- I think they're trying to find out what their next niche can be and still stay relevant. And this might do it for a while. But yeah, I also agree. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Call of Duty's kind of on its way out right now. And that's fine. I mean, peaks and valleys, man. Yeah, it had a good run. I mean, it's gone strong Arguably for Arguably had a great run. Yeah, 10-15 years. The so. other thing about this new Call of Duty that I'm intrigued about, and I hope they do a free weekend for, is there's going to be a 64-player Battlefield-style mode as well, where there will be vehicles, and it's 32v32. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of I'm into that. 
Yeah, right. That, I mean, that just seems like chaos. <laughs> they're really trying to be different. <laughs> so I don't think you have kill streaks on that one, though. But I could be wrong. Okay. So I mean, uh, kudos for Infinity Ward for trying. Uh, but I, I don't know. Black Ops Four got started off pretty well, and then has just evolved into the devs trying, like, or probably Activision, just trying to just nickel and dime all the players for more money, which is inevitably what happens at the end of the life cycle of a game, especially when it's a yearly product. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty bad. So, But at least none of their devs called their players freeloaders and asshats. So, I mean... <laughs> this is true. Yeah, why, who would want to do that? I don't know, Apex. Uh, or, sorry, Respawn Entertainment. Which, I mean, the, the freeloaders thing is taken out of context. That was actually a good use of the term because they're like it's a free-to-play game a lot of our user base are freeloaders and we like it because that means more people play the game but but it's like that you know we we kind of talked about it before we started recording it's that it's like game devs are damned if they do damned if they don't sometimes you know like yeah people the fans want more communication and when they're giving it they're not happy oh i can't believe you'd say that but we're being honest with you well you suck but then they don't say anything there was... they never tell us shit you guys suck all right, there, well, there was about a month where they were just radio silence, and I think that partially played into why the hostility happened immediately. But I mean, they don't have they don't owe you to talk to you every day, every week, even. I mean, they set a precedent by doing it once a week. So, I don't know. It's a tough situation, and I don't envy any PR person <laughs> having to deal with the ramifications of this. Uh if you don't know, a one of the lead designers for Apex Legends and I believe one of their PR people did a, a Reddit thread, which devolved into name calling pretty quickly from the community. And the dev called some of its users asshats, dicks, like it's it's not a good look. It wasn't a good look. And uh, however, this was in response to some very harsh harassment from a Reddit user. So I mean, like... Dude should be allowed to defend himself, but at the same time, he's part of a big corporation. You don't really want that to, you know, that to happen because <laughs> it could affect a lot of things. And this is all because there was a, a new uh, skin that they had uh, come out for a melee weapon for one character in Apex that was set behind a paywall of, I think, in total come out to be like a hundred you'd have to spend a hundred seventy five dollars of your own hard-earned money in order to unlock it if you just straight up bought it uh otherwise like grinding for way too many hours to unlock the special skin so i don't know i mean i i haven't played the game in a while so who knows I haven't either i don't know any anybody who's ever worked in a like the service industry or worked with the general public um yeah, no, they're assholes and dickheads and forget that they're speaking to real life human beings on the other end of their keyboard at times. And I mean, I'm I'm less likely to be like, hey, this game developer should have, you know, put a lid on it. Like everybody has their breaking point. So I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily think it's too big of a deal. If you're being a dick to somebody who's creating a game for you, I well, 100% think game. that yeah I think that they should be able to say fuck you you're being a dickhead well that's the thing like, too with like these free to play games that they have to monetize it they have to make money off of it 
yeah. right? They got to sell stuff. And I'm, the thing that's cool about Apex, it's it's all cosmetic, just like Fortnite. Yeah, there's no, well, yeah, no, it's all, there's no pay there's to no win play, mechanic. Yeah, there's no pay to win mechanics in Apex. So fucking let them do it. Right. I mean, a hundred and, what'd you say, Adam? $175, or something like that. Like, that's that's a bit much to, to be behind a paywall of that uh, caliber. Um, I mean, but at the same time, I mean, if, if you... Be, they they only put the price point at that because people will pay it. So I guess don't buy it and they'll drop the price. I well, mean, after the math was figured out and the backlash started happening, right? They changed how it worked too. So and I think I don't know if it was lowered in price necessarily, but it became a little easier to obtain. Okay. So, so like they tr- they they tried, um, and I think they just they're trying to find a sweet spot and they i mean you gotta aim high mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you're leading out and stuff you know same thing like business negotiations which we'll get to later um <laughs> so like i mean they aimed high and they caught flag for it they changed it i don't know what to but they changed it and then wanted to talk yeah. about it and then received a lot of hate some were yeah, justified ar- some were not justified arguably yeah seven dollars is too much per loot box but uh I don't know. Maybe they just didn't do enough marketing on it to. That's also a possibility. You know, enough market Prepare. research to find out. Wait, so, what so, so the hold on. Prices. I I also haven't played it in a while. So to get a loot box from Apex, you have to spend seven dollars for this specific event. Oh. It's a, it's called the Iron Crown event, and each loot box costs seven dollars um, to buy. And and to obtain every local player would need to buy twenty four boxes. So. So each time you, you do, open it, you, you get a random thing from that specific event box. Mm-hmm. You don't get dupes, so there's that. Okay. Um, and you can grind out a couple of them, but that takes a lot of time. So Which is they... honestly why I stopped playing it after they released their first like season pass. Oh man, that the amount of time it was going to take for like to grind out all that, I didn't like. I had no incentive, so I I haven't played it since then. Um, but yeah, this one. Same thing, or you could pay your way through seven dollars a time. And and honestly, it's fine if they want to have that pay pay your way through it, but also be able to get all the items through grinding. And I mean, and finding that sweet spot, I would imagine, is very tough to do. So, like, I don't know how you do it. Hopefully, they've learned. <laughs> so, but it's still not a good look on the company. Even the head of the CEO, Vince Ampella, has had to release a statement about it and did. And uh, I don't know. It's a weird situation because they should be able to defend themselves, but they're a big corporation and they're owned by EA. So, like, they're automatically yeah, behind the eight ball. I mean, like, yeah, all of a sudden I was like, yeah, they're EA. So, I mean, I bet EA probably had a hand in it. Like, no, guys, <laughs> trust me. It doesn't work. It doesn't help that when Apex first came out they were very forward being like we want to do this on our own this isn't like ea like we want to treat you guys right and then this all happened so it's it's a weird look but i don't know they have i mean they have money behind them in ea like they have apex titanfall 3 is put on hold but they then have the star wars game coming out so like there's a lot on the plate we'll see how this affects mainly i'm mainly i'm thinking the star wars game might be affected the most by it instead of apex Probably, so. um, but at the same time, it being a single-player Star Wars game, I don't 
I mean, I think people are still going to go to it in droves. Oh, know? absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm I already, am one of those people. I'm already sold, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's nice when a large corporation buys your company and gives you a little financial security. Yeah, I so, say, speaking of single-player games. Insomniac Games Studios, I forget which one it is. I think it's Studios. Was uh, recently purchased by Sony. So rest in peace, Sunset Overdrive Two, <laughs> which nobody played, but is nah. a great is a great game. I heard it was good, but it's really good. If you ever want to borrow it, let me know. I own a physical copy. What? Yeah, is that physical. It was like forty percent off. <laughs> so figured, why not? So yeah, Sunset. Like, there's a lot you can when you play it. There's a lot of Spider-Man. Oh, by the way, Insomniac Studios are the people who made the Spider-Man PS4 game. So they also uh, make. Uh, is it Jack and Dexter? Dexter, or is it Ratchet and Clank. Well, it's Jack and Daxter first of all, uh, but it's Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I do. It was one of the two. <laughs> uh, and they also had a hand in Spyro. So you've known about them for a long time. And then Sunset Overdrive came out for the Xbox. Nobody played it because it came out. I don't know if it released with the Xbox or it came out very shortly after the Xbox One went into mass production. And Microsoft bungled the, you know, you should buy our console stuff. So nobody wanted an Xbox and nobody bought Sunset Overdrive. But for those of us who did, it's a good game. And then Spider-Man came out last year, and you can. There's a lot of like in Sunset Overdrive. There's a lot of like you can see a lot of Spider-Man mechanics in it. And uh, Spider-Man went gangbusters, and now uh, Sony has gobbled them up. And I think we're preparing for the console wars of 2020 with uh, Microsoft purchasing Double Fine and a couple other studios recently. Insomniac's doing this. I think this is the first time in sorry, the first time Sony's purchased a studio in like four to eight years. Something, some real long. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, so they're joining um, the Sony Worldwide Studios, and they are joining companies like Santa Monica Studios, who made God of War, um, Naughty Dog, Charted series, and little. Little little company Naughty Dog. We made the Uncharted series, Last of Us, <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. You may have heard uh, of them. You may have heard of them. Sucker Punch Productions, which they are. Uh, they did the infamous. Um, infamous. God damn it! <laughs> I was just which gonna I, let you roll with it. I, think I so. say things wrong, Adam. We know this. I'm I'm just doing it for everyone who's listening, who's silent, like who silently screaming it. in their yeah, head right now. Just set it into their uh, their fucking dash dashboard in their car. Why do you guys allow me to speak? My question. Um, and Sucker Punch is also going to be is making the game coming up called uh, Ghost of Tushima. Oh yeah, which looks right. badass. Which I'm pretty sure so. Sucker Punch was the last studio that Sony purchased. I think so. However long ago that was, because I think they, um, I think it was when the Infamous came out for PS4 yes. around that time. Mm-hmm. So. Those were good games. Yeah. Infamous was a lot of fun. I liked the Infamous for uh, PS4. It's one of the first games I played on it, and I loved it. So do we think we're going to see a lot of exclusives come out with the PS5? So I think we're getting Spider-Man 2 for the PS5. Yeah. Whatever that'll be. And, like, I mean, there's a chance we could get Spyro, Ratchet, and Clank. I think they still own the rights to those. 
but let's be real like they're gonna just make spider-man yeah i mean and yeah sony has been especially the past couple years been such a huge component in the single player game and don't get me wrong and i know i've said it before in previous podcasts i love multiplayer games i do however the experience you you see and feel in a single player game is far beyond any time I've any experience I've had in a multiplayer game. So I, I'm I really excited. Just because EA at one point said that single player games are on their way out, I don't think you've let that go. We have so many single player games coming out, <laughs> and have had a lot of single player games coming out recently that have done so well. Yeah, I think you're I, a little hung up on that EA comment, <laughs> which is fine and rightfully so. No, I mean, maybe part of it, but it's just there's been a there's always been single player games, but there's been such a resurgence in them over the past few years, you know, like bringing it back. Because usually a lot of single player games before were like your normal your RPGs and, you know, and, and, and things like that. But the story driven experiences are. I love them. They're great. Also, fuck you, EA. Well, hopefully they can recapture the magic of uh, Spider-Man 1. <laughs> Spider-Man. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like with our next consoles, we're going to see a whole lot of Sony still hanging on to their ex- 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 exclusivity. There, yeah. That's how I mm-hmm. want to say it. Um, I'm glad you tried to say that. <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, while Xbox and Microsoft are really going to start pushing in on the crossplay. I don't know. We're about to, I think we're about to see two completely different strategies and I'm really curious as to which one's going to work. Cuz I would prefer crossplay became yeah, a thing of the future. That's cross that's crossplay multiplayer though, right? Well, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what else would you crossplay if it wasn't multiplayer? But that's what I'm saying is that a lot of these Sony <laughs> games are single player games. Well, when you think about in the past 5-6 years who's had the epic like single player experiences it's sony mm-hmm. i mean i guess if you want to count halo campaigns you can for microsoft but five what didn't do that well and whatever the one before that was also wasn't great in terms of campaign everyone played it for the multiplayer but they're there so i mean you know there's that i mean i do want sony to un like untighten their grip on crossplay for like multiplayer games like sony which they're starting uh, to a little microsoft and nintendo um and such i mean i don't want to keep going back to it but the new call of duty coming out next or this year whatever is cross-platform between everything yes simultaneously so i mean i don't know they're starting to uh, and I think I read I read an article that PUBG um, on consoles will be able to play against each other. Good. I, I don't think P- PC was part of that yet. No, because the well, PC still has a oh, large audience yeah. player base. Console definitely doesn't. That's true, and they're also like a month behind usually about yeah. the updates. Console gets them later. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's Sony's starting to kind of give out some slack on that leash. Let's see what happens. I don't know. I still think Rocket League was just, they did that shit on purpose, but, you know, years ago. Oh, like, for oh, sure. Oh, accidentally. <laughs> yeah. <guys>. Hey, we're <laughs> capable sure. of it. Whoops, sorry about that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, 
I'm gonna play Spider Man too. I mean, I mean oh it's, yeah, it hasn't even been a, has it been announced? I don't think so. I don't uh, think so either. I mean, you got the Avengers game coming out um, next year, which the gameplay finally for Gamescom. You know, we put it on our Facebook, but you know, you can actually see the official gameplay that was leaked previously, and it looks it's the good, same. man. I believe it's the same that was leaked. Yeah, and it looks good. You know, it looks fun. I'm still hesitant about it. Yeah, I am yeah. too, for some reason. I mean, I, it did look good, but again, that's just going to be a single-player campaign, correct? There's, I don't uh, know if it's right. just single-player campaign, but I believe I read somewhere that the, you can do like a co-op of some sort in it, but I don't know if that's the campaign or like a separate, separate mode. Yeah. From what I've read so far, I think it's a separate mode, but time, I mean, that could change, or we could be wrong. Right. So... It's we'll have to wait and see. I just uh, Square Enix does a lot of good stuff and does a lot of stuff right, but for some reason with this, I'm just hesitant. Well, Square Enix, it's also Crystal Dynamics doing it. That's true. And they made uh, Tomb Raider games, the more recent ones. Recent ones, yeah. And they those have been met with a lot of uh, critical acclaim. We'll say. Mm-hmm. Did um, Square Enix oversee the Tomb Raider stuff too? It was it was Square Enix. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Okay. 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 Well, then presumably they'd be working with the same people. Yeah. Because it's just sometimes like big studios like that, or the developers when they're working with big studios like Square Enix, sometimes like stuff can get bungled real easy. And so Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the most recent, I think, and I believe the last of the Tomb Raider trilo- the trilogy that came out. Like uh-huh. last, last of a trilogy is the third one. I'm not stupid, but I think there's only a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was published by Square and developed by um, Idios Montreal. But then okay. I remember the first one being Shadow or uh, Crystal Dynamics. I okay. can speak today, guys. This is not. <laughs> this is not like, I know I'm. <laughs> I know okay. I'm stupid most of the time when I when words come out of my mouth, but like. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll blame your headache. Uh, it's there, man. And the black mold. It's the, the black, black mold the black headache. Gone, but it's still in here somewhere. Black mold aftershock. That's my new band name. <laughs> I can go TM, see TM, you. TM, 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 TM. See, Chris, that's how you do it. Ah, shit. You gotta be on the ball, man. I yeah. fucked up. I, well, I mean, I'm assuming with your head hurting, you're not exactly on the ball, so I, it's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. You can have the Keanu sounds. I'll allow it. Who would be on a ball? Me, right now. Oh. Well, I mean, anyway. it's exciting. I, I'm. It's a very mixed reviews about Insomniac or the mm-hmm. the news of Insomniac. I'm fine with it. Like, I have no. I'm not. I'm not really sad. We're not getting a Sunset Overdrive too. So. <laughs> I I mean I never played the first one, so I can't miss some that I never played. But, yeah. Uh, same. I'm not. I, I I don't. It doesn't bother me because Sony, when like with studios that they, you know, have under their belt, they're like, especially after like watching the God of War documentary, mm-hmm. they're fucking hands off. Usually, they go in there, they, they 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 see how things are going, of course, and they give their critiques and everything. But then they like, all right, here's our thoughts. Run with it. Like, take God of, God of War is a good example. And I know you guys all know I love the game, but... Mm-hmm. No. It, had that been EA, they'd have fucked that game up. Well, well, well you yeah. can't say that for certain, but, I mean... 
I feel like I could say it for certain. I don't think you should. <laughs> I feel like I could, though. I mean... I mean, I feel it's not out of the, the, the only reason that I would agree with Chris in this is that I honestly cannot remember the last time EA came out with a single-player game in which it was very good. Like, God of War had no DLC, no nothing coming out, expansion packs. You bought the game, you got the game. It would have been different, yeah. probably, but I don't know if they yeah. would have fucked it up. I mean, no. all, of, all of those cool... Uh, Spider-Man outfits. I mean, you would just would have been hidden behind a paywall. That's fine. Though. I mean, Spider-Man had DLC. That was behind. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I mean, no, I, I meant like the outfits. No, I was just talking. I was talking about God of War. Spider-Man, yeah, it oh. had DLC, planned DLC. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind DLC. That's not my point of it. I actually, like DLC usually continues the game. Um, but what I mean is that Sony studios seemingly is kind of hands off they it's more of an overview you know they they supervisory role like Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i I guess i don't know yeah i mean to adam's point i mean they we were just talking about apex and presumably ea kind of kept their hands off of that you know before that came out (laughs) i don't think ea knew what was going on probably I, I also know. think EA is learning. To give I, them I hope so too. A little yeah. bit of credit. Um, so, like with Fallen Jedi Fallen Order, I think that'll be a, a distinct difference mm-hmm. um, for single player stuff. But maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Yeah, you can't. Would... You can't. You can't take the FIFA and Madden. You know, I guess plan and then try to spread that out to everything. It's just it doesn't work. For every single game that you come out with. Well, I think they... I hope at least they learned a big lesson from Anthem. Anthem, it, like, it blew up in their face completely. And it's still blowing up. And yeah, it's still happening. Yeah, is that is that still a thing? Is that still it's, a game that people around. play? Uh, there is one person on my PlayStation Friends list who is constantly playing that game. I mean, if you bought it, get your money's worth. <laughs> you might as well. Absolutely. I mean... My hope, my hope for Anthem, though, truly, is that it takes it. It goes the no man's sky route, yeah. and yeah, six months from now, because it's only it's games enough for six months. Which Anthem. I installed that last night, by the way. Yes. So that could be a good group stream possibility. Oh, yeah, I also God. reinstalled mine. God damn it! Okay, now you I gotta check it out. <laughs> yeah. Hey B, I never really played it. I played a little bit of No Man's Sky, and I was confused, and I stopped playing it. I played it for 10 or 15 hours after it first came out, and I was like, this isn't for me. And then everything they've done since then has been looking good. Yeah. And being reviewed very well. So I I think it's time. I would agree. So. But maybe we could also stream that for part of our Extra Life stream in November, November 2nd. It is a charity organization that raises money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So playing video games to help some kids seems like a win-win combination to me. And we three, plus some fun guests, will be doing a 24-hour stream on November 2nd into November 3rd. And we'll probably be dead for the next week afterwards. Uh, yeah, I took I requested the two days after the weekend off. Yeah, that's a smart idea. Because yeah, I'm really afraid I'm not going to be uh, I worth a damn. Uh, I know I wouldn't be. So, 
Uh, I mean, regardless, we're going to do it for you. So uh, get your wallets ready. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There in the next, probably in the next two weeks, we'll have a bit of a firmer idea of what we'll be doing. I mean, not that we need to tell you guys. It can be a fun surprise, but Mm -hmm. we're working on uh, schedules for ourselves and figuring stuff out, what we're going to play and donation incentives, which means if we meet certain goals, we'll have to do certain things from eating a hot pepper i don't know i like eating tibet like really hot sauce on something shaving our heads who knows we record the hot ones challenge us doing it i mean that i mean i'll do it i'll do i mean i like chicken so yeah (laughs) and hot sauce that's not a bad idea so yeah um i mean if you have any reasonable suggestions in mind (laughs) for donation incentives float them our way uh, via our Twitter or Facebook, which is you can be found at, at CGY Podcast, or you can go to our Discord server as well, which I don't have the name of in front of me. Because <laughs> we're not a, at that level where it's just like a cool link. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Um, but gg dot Discord. You can find the link to our Discord server on our Facebook and Twitter. So it's. Or you can go to twitch.tv slash come get your podcast and it's also on there. So even when we're not streaming on the other side of that, it'll be hard to rip ourselves away from Disney plus. Thankfully the Mandalorian won't be out yet, but yeah. (laughs) Wait, isn't the Mandalorian coming with Disney plus? Is it all launched on November 28th? I, I thought, I thought Disney plus launched earlier in that month, but the Mandalorian wasn't starting until November 28th. I could be wrong. I don't know. Regardless, D23, Disney's like own, basically the Disney Comic Con <laughs> happened yesterday or and may still be going on. I'm not sure about the length of it, but yeah, we got a, a real God's honest trailer for The Mandalorian and oh boy. <laughs> yeah, somebody who, again, has known almost nothing about Boba Fett and any of that. And I watched that trailer and I was like, all right, I can see why people find this dude. Uh, That's not Boba Fett, though, is it? Cool. No, I, th- I, I thought it was. So. No, it's not it's Boba Fett. S- it's a man. So the- Mandal- Mandalorian's a race, yeah. right? But I thought they were specifically keying in on Boba Fett, mm-hmm. at least in the trailer. That's what I assumed. But then again, I don't know much about this stuff. Pretty sure this is a different Mandalorian. Okay. Okay. The Mandalorian takes place a few years after the fall of the Empire and before the First Order. Oh, okay, then, yeah. So, um, unless... Pedro Pascal just plays the Mandalorian. So, I mean, I guess it could be Boba Fett. Because, canonically, his ass crawls out of that Sarlacc pit. Spoilers. Old canon. Uh, I think <laughs> I got adopted. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just All assumed... I, is... I just assumed from his getup that that was Boba Fett, but I guess I didn't... I didn't... I don't know if... It's Mandalorian armor. That's they, the yeah, armor. All, that's that the standard. All, they okay. all look like that. Okay. Yeah, there's they're similar to that for sure. Um, all I know is I saw Carl Weathers and I got really happy. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, look at Carl Weathers, man! I love that guy. Uh, but to uh, to confirm, the only the only episode coming out on November twelfth when Disney Plus launches is just the first episode. There's nothing else about the rest of the show yet. Okay. So. Um. Hmm. There's a lot to unpack in that trailer. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Including IG-88, who's a, 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 the only robot bounty hunter. 
Yeah. And apparently he's being voiced by Taika Waititi. And I don't know if I'm okay with that. All I know is that IG-88 in Shadows of the Empire scared me. He's a scary motherfucker in that game. Yes, he is. Um, Okay, so for those who don't quite understand who and what IG-88 is, other than being a robot bounty hunter, is that it? He's a he's a boss in Shadows of the Empire. Okay. And a very tough one. I think it's it, it's also IG11 apparently. Oh, in the in, in the, the trailer. Okay. So maybe it's just a uh could be well cuz I mean technically blow him up in Shadows, but I don't know. Uh there's a book called Tales of the Bounty Hunters and it goes over like short stories about each bounty hunter you see on the deck of Darth Vader's uh, Star Destroyer in Empire Strikes Back. And um, IG-88 is basically was like supposed to be some kind of dock worker, a uh, warehouse worker robot. That's what the IG line is. Okay. And somehow he, bre- I, I mean, I haven't read these stories in years. Uh, he breaks his protocol, I'm pretty sure, and then decides to become a bounty hunter and like ends up in a league with Boba Fett, Bosk, like all those guys. Okay. And so, yeah. And we got yeah. Taika voicing this one. And I'm not sure how I feel about that because the IG line is supposed to be like a stone cold killer type and everything Taika has done is the exact opposite of that. Yeah, you immediately think Korg. Um, right. You know, if he's voicing something, at least so, currently. I'm not. And, and then like what we do in the shadows and stuff like that, like, you know. Yeah. It, I'm not saying he can't do it. Like I'm, I'm sure he has range, but we'll see. I already have a preconceived notion of what. I mean, I thought it was actually IG88, so I guess that's already out the window. But I have a preconceived notion about what a robot bounty hunter is supposed to be like. So I don't know. <laughs> Could be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Sure. Okay. I just thought it was weird, but it'll be. I'm excited to see what what they're going to do with this. Man, I love me Star Wars expanded universe. I just, I'm just happy they're they are expanding it a lot more, and, it, and it's like it's hopefully like the the movies emphasize on the, the Jedi Sith aspects, while we're gonna see hopefully the different side of Star Wars on this, you know, bounty hunters, you know, the expanding on the Mandalorian race, which if you're if you played the older the Knights of the Republic games, uh, they expand on the Mandalorians a lot in those. Even better, go watch Clone Wars. I should do that probably at some point. Because, oh man, there's a whole, and, whole thing. Because the, storm, the stormtroopers are essentially Mandalorians. Yep. They, they they come from... Boba Fett's dad. Yeah, what was Django. Django. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Jenga. I knew it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you were close. So I didn't say it. <laughs> Jenga Fett, you know. <laughs> so I, there's a whole subplot where Obi-Wan uh, has a weird quasi-relationship romance with a Mandalorian princess, which speaking of, we're getting an Obi-Wan series too. Yep. With, Ewan McGregor. With Ewan McGregor. With Ewan McGregor returning. Fuck yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Because despite how bad the prequels were, Ewan McGregor was a weird bright spot in two and yeah. three. So Yeah. Yeah. And also being related to Alec Guinness, like, that's cool too. Uh, yeah. And also there is... Um... Speaking of Star Wars, the poster for Rise of the Rise of Skywalker was released. Official? Official. I haven't seen it yet. I have not either. I'll have to check it. It looks good. 
I mean, I don't think there's going to be anything revelatory about this one. I think it should be solid overall because JJ knows what he's doing. Brian Singer was a little abstract and that clearly didn't work for everybody. So I think this will be a little return to formula, which is good and bad. Is he still getting Ryan? Is he still getting a his no. own trilogy? Ryan, sorry, not Brian Singer. That was yeah, yeah. dude. I was about to yeah. pick it. And I'm like, excuse me, this is not X Men. Yeah, he Star is. Wars? He is X Men, and now he's in jail. <laughs> I think now he's in jail. <laughs> uh Jesus. Um, yeah, Ryan. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, now Johnson. all I can think is Singer. Ryan and Johnson. I'm like, this Ryan is, Johnson. Yeah. So he actually uh, he he had a quote on the on the last Jedi backlash saying. He honored the original trilogy by subverting it. I agree. Yeah. I I like Rise of Skyward. I like it, mm-hmm. but it's not Star. It's not Star Wars, and that pissed a lot of people off. So this should be a little more return to form, which is like I said, good and bad. Um, hmm, I'll have to check the poster out. Is there any other hot Star Wars news? Uh no. I mean that's uh that's really about it as far as the Star Wars universe goes. Gotcha. But still in the Disney umbrella. We got more Marvel Disney Plus shows that were announced. Mm-hmm. The one that took me by surprise that I wasn't aware of was She-Hulk, which I think is a it's Moon Moon Knight that caught me by surprise. I yeah, yeah Moon heard, Knight caught me by surprise. Too. I had heard rumblings that we were going to get a Moon Knight series, so that I I wasn't surprised by that one. I didn't think there was going to be a She-Hulk. That one caught me off guard, which I think She-Hulk is a perfect series, mm-hmm. episodic series. Mm-hmm. I just wonder who's gonna be. Who's She Hulk in the comics? I forget. It's uh, Bruce. It's it's basically She Hulk is Bruce Banner's cousin who needs like a, an emergency blood transfusion to survive about something. So then she gets powers, but she doesn't like. She retains her intelligence as She Hulk. So it's it's just different from. I mean, other She's than a now, lawyer. <laughs> yeah, other than now, when you've seen Endgame and you have our current iteration of hulk it's more like that but all the time yeah but she can she can switch back and forth between just being i forget her actual character name but um just being normal to then being she hulk but she retains all of her my hope is she hulk show there's got bruce has got to be in there somewhere right maybe not like the whole not like a series regular or something but like i mean i feel like mark ruffalo is a cool enough guy that he'd be like yeah fuck it sure Let's I'm sure he'd be in the five first minute thing. episode. Yeah. yeah. Depending when they take off. I don't know. I'd have a beer with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Cool dude. Yeah. And then Mo- Moon Knight's weird. I don't know. I, I don't know much about anything about Moon Knight. So it's just kind of a weird character. He's a knight from the moon. Yeah. I think he's like, from what I've understood is that people have told me he's like Marvel's, I guess version of kind of like batman but there's like aliens involved and like egyptian gods and he actually kills people i don't know it's i know nothing about moon knight i know very little about moon knight as well (laughs) other than he's kind of like batman (laughs) yeah so like la's space batman Batman. yeah i think i think he's i think his like home base is like la i could be wrong i'm la i'm pretty sure he's uh (laughs) A part of the West Coast Avengers at some point. Okay. Um, also, uh, She-Hulk's alter ego is uh, Jennifer Walters. Jennifer Walters. Okay. I thought it was Jennifer something. I just I couldn't remember. Yeah. So, I, I mean, 
let's yeah let's keep up the like the weird well yeah. i mean we'll see how these turn out but like the weird niche characters give mm-hmm. them a series see what happens because i'm picturing she hulk could be like a courtroom drama series just <laughs> with fucking hulk like ace attorney yeah yeah objection yeah exactly like i don't think it could be ally mcbeal meets hulk i don't know i'm fine with that <laughs> I'm well, and that's the thing these. is that I, I'm glad like these kind of you know shows are happening too because like not everything needs to be a movie. We've talked about like Daredevil, yeah, great on on in a TV show. Mm-hmm. I also think Fantastic Four would be better TV show. I agree. Yeah, just because they have so much, there's yeah. so much in their universe that it'd be hard. Like Spider Man, as much as I love Spider Man, I do think he'd also be a really good TV show. Because of how many villains and his life, etc. Well, you could like, do it like uh, Gotham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think That's I think true. I think you're right. Because I think Spider Man's a little little more versatile, like Batman is, where you can do that. Hey, here's a TV show with Spider Man. Here's a movie with Spider Man. Like people are gonna go see both. But like as you guys are saying, like she they're they're gonna come out with a She Hulk movie. I don't know if people would necessarily just come out in droves for that. That'd be a hard. Sh- that's a hard yeah. sell. But for the show. Oh fuck yeah! Sure, why not? Like, I'll, I'm gonna check this out for sure. So I don't know. I mean, with the Rogues Gallery that Spider-Man has, like, it would be a great TV show because otherwise, yes. that's a zillion movies, and then you're just jamming <laughs> characters into it for no Overload. reason, like Sony yeah. likes to do with uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Uh, well, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's uh, the second movie. They also the rhinos in there for no fucking reason. Well, like it was, it was supposed to be. They were Sinister Six. They were supposed to be leading up to the Sinister Six because there was they were wanting a third Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, which would have been cool. Obviously, that didn't Andrew, pan out. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew Garfield, as far as a Spider-Man characters, like being Spider-Man, was great. I thought he was a great Spider-Man. He was a shit Peter Parker. Yeah, oh, he's okay, but I mean, like Toby, great Peter Parker, not great, Spider-Man. not a good Spider Man, okay Spider Man, Tom, Tom Holland, Holland, great both, great on both. <laughs> yep. So, also announced the same day as the Matrix <laughs> yeah. Four, uh, which for random Friday in August, huh? Uh, Sony and Disney currently have broken off talks to continue. Uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man inside the MCU and as of right now Tom Holland Spider-Man is a sole Sony property Sony Films property Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know like at first when we read the the news I was like oh damn Sony you guys suck but then as I read more and and more stuff came up I was like Disney you're so greedy Mm mm-hmm so you're so greedy at current for the past three, four, what? No, we have Far From Home, Homecoming, Endgame, Infinity War, Civil War. Civil War. So fought for five Tom Holland iterations. Well, probably not Civil War, but um, the deal was that Disney gets five percent of was it net growth and then all the merchandising. Yeah, hundred like yeah. percent of the merchandising, five percent of the gross, and that that's for Spider-Man solo movies, right? For Homecoming and Far From mm, Home, right? They were negotiations going on where Disney offered they wanted a fifty-fifty split on net gross for the movies, which is 
insane. It is. However, like I said earlier, you got to aim high. Like if that was their initial offer was give us 50-50 split. To my knowledge, Sony never even came back with a counter offer. Like obviously you you like sure 50-50 split and then Sony's like, "Ah, no, let's keep it 5 or maybe 10." And then you go from that's traditional, you know, business kind of interactions. Mm-hmm. To not even counter offer seemed a little weird to me. But maybe they were just so like, fuck you, 50%. They just dropped dropped it for now. It's not dead. No, it's not. That's what I was, was going to say that. I was like, the negotiations have currently have stopped, but there is nothing that said like it's ceasing. However, I also did read that Sony is now starting to write the Spider-Man 3 script. Yes, they are. And <laughs> it's still going to be Tom Holland. He's still contractually obligated for two more solo movies. So at mm-hmm. least we get the good Spider-Man. And Peter Parker. However, the writing quality may be different. And also, Kevin Feige is no longer overseeing anything. And I've read conflicting stuff on that, too. Because, obviously, he has a lot coming up with X-Men, Fantastic Four. And Sony is the one who is like, oh, well, it's because part of it is Kevin Feige. Disney said Kevin Feige can't do it anymore. And then I've seen, like, because his plate is full, which it is. But I've also seen Disney being like, mm, that's not exactly accurate. So, like, no. I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's this is going to be interesting because <clears throat> especially since, Adam, you have not seen Far From Home yet. Mm-hmm. The way that that movie ends, mm-hmm. I am very curious as to if they do not come back together, how Sony's even writing a third movie. OK, 100 percent, to be honest with you, without giving anything away. Good luck because it. <laughs> what I think what I, is I what do, has been set up. I don't know how you get away from that without that being a joint venture. I do, but I just don't know where the rights of one character lies as far as movies, yeah, and shit go. So I can't. I I don't see far from home. Eh. I can't say anything. <laughs> and plus, plus when you read the article, it's it it does get down to more of that like. Sony holds the rights over solo Spider-Man movies, but not it's, ensemble casts. Right. Yeah. So like can Tom Holland still show up in the MCU just as a you know, like he did in Infinity War and Endgame. Like he's not the main character, but he's a part of it. I'm sure Sony the, would try and block that. Oh yeah. But I think the best case scenario I think from this is like you they can start in incorporating Spider-Man into the other characters like Venom. We know Venom 2 is coming out, directed by uh, Andy... Circus. Circus. so um, fucking weird to me. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, Venom wasn't terrible either. I don't know no, if you guys watched it. I enjoyed it. It was pretty interesting. I, I didn't really care for the villain in it that much, well, but... Yeah. I know, um, I know Sony is like, after Venom did as well as it did in theaters, like they were had a raging hard on for wanting them to team up with Tom Holland. So mm-hmm. yeah, then there's like Carnage and like you know, Spider Man villains are very interesting. It's just like Batman villains, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like like you brought up Gotham. Gotham would be great for Spider Man. I do feel um, Gotham esque show. Because there's just so many colorful villains and I don't think interesting villains. and Tom Holland will ever show up in a show now. Yeah. Well, I mean, his, his now his other movie that was in the works is on hold, too. The Uncharted movie. The director of that dropped out. Oh, really? So, I didn't even know yeah. there wasn't. Yeah. He was in the yeah. Uncharted movie. 
Yeah, he was going to be a young Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's good casting. So, yeah, I, I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still could. I mean, it could still all work out, and nothing's really different. Uh, at the end of the day, but for right now, Toby or Toby McGuire, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Tom Holland is out of MCU territory, mostly. Toby McGuire's just waiting in the wings. Like, I'm ready. I'll suit up. (laughs) Sony has screwed up so many scripts with Spider-Man movies, but they also did make Into the Spider-Verse. So, I don't know. It's... I mean, I think that's their their hard-on, too. You know, with Venom doing well, and then Into the Spider-Verse... Winning an Oscar. (laughs) Winning an Oscar, but also, like, someone pointed out that as far as movie, like, you know, cinematic performance, like out of the Spider-Man movies that were out, Into the Spider-Verse did the worst. Um, but it did win an Oscar. Wait, what? So, yeah, if you look at box office uh, performances, Into the Spider-Verse did the worst. Yeah, because I, I would oh. bet that since it was animated... It's not animated. Most I'm not people, shy. I thought, yeah. I, okay, I thought you said something completely different. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, box office-wise, so it makes sense, out. yeah. Yeah, box office-wise, but... Uh, it is critically acclaimed after it as came out the, on the best Spider-Man movie, digital mm-hmm. and home video. Like it did very, very well. It okay. blew and up. And I will reiterate that Far From Home is the best live-action Spider-Man movie. Made. I would, I would agree. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe I, I don't know. I think I think they'll come back together eventually. I, d- I do too. And, and honestly, if, if anybody's listening to this and is mad at either Sony or Disney. Be mad at both of them because they're both businessmen. Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not Sony trying to take like do, asking for too much. It is, I think, Disney asking for too much. But aim high. Yeah, it's yeah, it's both sides. I think like I I truly think this is gonna be fine. I, I think they're gonna come to a agreement um, within the next few months. Probably, and it's just too hard-headed sides just digging their heels in well and, and, and i think disney is going to be like guys i don't think we can there's a lot of lose. there's a lot of unknowns as well well it's somebody said the merchandising part you know like people don't buy toys like avengers toys no. they buy spider-man toys well like that's like one of the biggest yeah but i think i think far from ho- i think i think far from home at the box office grossed 1.3 billion dollars so i think Sony's licking their lips like Well yeah, and that and that's the thing. Sony's like, hey, our this Far From Home just broke every Sony production record. I mean, that's Sony's top grossing movie of all time. Disney Um, lost their piece. Yeah, but like if Sony thinks that they're just gonna take their ball and go home and replicate that. (laughs) It'll be a little different. I don't know. I mean good luck. It could be fine if because they're they're not recasting. No. Which helps. But a lot. It's it's I think it grows so much because he's, I don't know, man, it's... Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man's too huge. Like, if, if Sony digs their heels in and they're not willing to give up ground, I think I think Disney, Marvel would be like, all right. Which I just have a feeling. Previously, up until Civil War, that's that was their stance. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll just have to wait to see how this one plays out. But I'm with you, Adam. They're, they... I don't see how they do not come back together and figure There's something out. Too much money to be made from yep. both sides. Yep. So yep. I don't know. I, I, I'm even All if right. they do Sony Pictures. Uh-huh. If if get Sean Layton in there from Sony video game side, he'll figure it out. 
<laughs> I would say since Feige's not going to be overseeing it anymore, like I'm a little worried, but that would be a good replacement. But that is going to bring us to Tweet Corner. Tweet Corner, guys. Tweet Corner. Wow. All right, good. here we go. Tweet, 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 That is German for Tweet Corner, you guys. Um, we got a couple uh, questionnaires today. Yeah, we did. We got a couple. Let's let's, let's couple. rattle these bad boys off. You ready for this first one? Uh, this first one comes from at Bradsif at CGY Podcast. Who's your favorite movie president? Hashtag Tweet Corner. Brad says he has two number ones. One mm-hmm. A, Bill Pullman, Independence Day. One B, Harrison Ford, Air Force One. For me, can't argue with those. Terry Crews, President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew, <laughs> Herbert Camacho. I almost also said Terry Crews from Idiocracy. Best president in a movie. It's <sighs> pretty good. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, when I read this without even reading Brad's, my my right off from the jump was Bill Pullman and Independence Day. That was my first thought. I'm gonna hit you with a couple randoms that I think deserve attention, and one of them is. President James Dale, who's played by Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. And then I'm also going to hit you with uh, Billy Bob Thornton in Love Actually. Oh, my God. Well, I've never seen Love Actually, so what? I'll take your word for it. Oh, man. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, it's a good movie. Like, un- it's a it's a really like early two thousands rom com chick flick, but I love it. It's so good. It's so fucking funny. God damn, I forgot Jack Nicholson. Like, he plays two parts in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's the president and the uh, the dude who owns like the casino. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forgot about that. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. And then obviously Bill Pullman and Harrison Ford. Yeah, I mean, Those Brad, unarguably the best. Yeah, Brad, you pick the two best ones. I mean, yeah, it's hard as far as like serious presidents. Yeah, that's a hard. I one want my to, family uh, back to beat Daniel Day Lewis and Lincoln. I mean, that's I've never cute. seen that movie. I have no idea. It's pretty boring. <laughs> I've heard that, and that's why I'm like, ah, I'm not going to check. It's it still out. it's worth a watch once at some point. Okay, I mean, okay. President Beck. In Deep Impact, played by one Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, he's he's not bad either. Ooh, yeah. So those are my answers. With obviously Bill Pullman and Harrison Ford. Yeah, Bill Pullman. All right. Wasn't sure if that was an official answer or not. Yeah, I mean that that was my that was my initial thought, and that's just what I'm going to go with. And then I read that Brad put it on there, and it's like, well, since it's supposed to be one, I like it. You can't get away. Like those are that's it. Bill Pullman Mm -hmm. or Harrison Ford, depending on the day, like. Yeah, it's tough to go away from those. But well, there you go. Honorable. There's our presidents. Yeah. President Camacho is the best, though. So <laughs> <laughs> Trump, your list. I see um, what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Miranda Five Right says at TGY Podcast, if you could only use one condiment for the rest of your life, what would it be? Miranda says that hers would be McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. For that shit is pure gold. Hashtag Tweet Corner. Hashtag practice safe snacks. Hashtag always use a condiment. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, Ooh, only one. Chick-fil-A sauce has probably got to be the number one for me. It's just so good. Oh, damn. 
Uh, I have two sauces as runner-up. Number one is McDonald's barbecue sauce. That shit's gold as well. And number three is a surprise entry, and that is KFC's finger licking good sauce. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are we talking fast food condiments? Like specific? All it says is only use one condiment, so I don't think so. Like, I think it's just one condiment. My ultimate condiment is a horseradish sandwich spread, kind of like a mayo. Okay. Okay. That shit goes on everything. See, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, like a honey mustard. Well, I was gonna say Popeye's honey mustard sauce is a yeah honorable honorable mention. It's so good. The Mardi um, Gras sauce. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it general, and I'm just gonna say honey mustard, just because honey mustard's a good choice. Yeah, I just, I would like to answer for Dustin's wife, ketchup. <laughs> I know she would choose ketchup, <laughs> and. Forever and always. So yeah. have you ever put, that's a wise choice. Have you ever put Katie? ketchup on a sandwich? Like yeah. a burger? Yeah. Well, let's not get into that. I mean, like a, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an actual like a sandwich. Like a, like a, like a no. yeah, like a hot dog. No, no. Uh, I have. Like it's not a bad. Hot dog. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I used to eat Frito Lay's with uh, ketchup. I, like that was a dip for me. What the fuck? When I was like, when I was it's a kid, delicious. when I was a kid, I would put ketchup on spaghetti with Parmesan cheese. Ugh, that's God. fucked up. Do that's it. Weird. Try it, and then get back. Army at me. noodles and ketchup. Army noodles and ketchup. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> wants to know Katie's real answer, it's going to be ranch. I'm sure she'll tweet no, at us. No, shit it's out ketchup. It's ketchup. I know it. Mix ranch and ketchup together. Get fancy sauce. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now that I would eat. Um, we have another one from Miranda Frivright as well. She's got a three fur. Yeah, she does. She's coming at us hard. Ask your pack ass. Have you guys had Wendy's spicy nuggets since they have been back? How much did you miss them? Thoughts on their return. Hashtag tweet corner. I, I'm going to tell you, I never had them when they were first out. I, uh, I And I still haven't had them. I haven't either. I've, I've had Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich plenty of times. So are the spicy nuggets just the same as that, but in nugget form? Yes. Okay. Then cool. yeah. And then, it's delicious. Yeah, I haven't had them. Uh, so I can't say that I've missed them, but... I knowing that it's basically just the same thing. I would, yeah. I'll, I'll I've had them twice some. so far. Ooh! Because DoorDash sent me a coupon saying, if you use this coupon code and order something else, you get a free six-piece spicy chicken nugget. Oh well, okay. so I, think I, got I know a, what I got myself a spicy chicken sandwich and a six-piece of spicy nuggets. Delicious. Thanks, Chance the Rapper. This is because <laughs> I mean, of you. Literally, it it's because of him. <laughs> But there is one thing I know about Wendy's, and that is you don't mess with their social media. No, never. They have the best social they media the, out there. But they are the kings of social media. So let's work together. We're snarky, not mm-hmm. as snarky as you guys. No, but we're snarky. The next one from Miranda Five Right at CGY Podcast. With more and more shows being created by streaming giants like The Boys from Amazon. The Umbrella Academy from Netflix. How do you think the Mar- the DC and Marvel franchises will be affected by this? Hashtag Tweet Corner. Uh, I mean, not uh, at all. I mean, DC's got to be in the running, I guess. So uh, they ain't doing. They're not doing really anything too no. much. No, I mean, their streaming the, service is doing pretty well. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I forgot about like, the Titans. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's yeah. pretty good. I mean, I, I guess. Good. I mean, I guess if they're going to be affected at all, it's going to be in a good way because, again, was, the it'll make franchises, it more harder or something. Yeah, yeah. Like the Marvel franchises, they're going to be 
we've, we've already talked about other shows coming out on Disney Plus now, so it's just going to be more of that. And I agree with you, Adam. Like, I think with the success of The Boys, I haven't watched The Umbrella Academy on that. I haven't either. Yet, but, either have I. Um, with the success of The Boys, I mean, yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't that tell DC and Marvel to, like, ramp up their game? Like, you can't come... Like, they're just raising the bar. Like, you have to come with a good show. People are going to notice. Like, just because it's characters we enjoy, if it's a shit show, nobody's going to watch it. So, I th- and I believe this actually question came from Miranda previously, but Catwoman? Or, sorry, Catwoman, Batwoman. Uh, Miranda's a Catwoman. Uh, Batwoman coming on the CW actually looks pretty decent. Is it Batwoman it? or is it Batgirl? I think it's Bat. I'm pretty sure it's Batwoman. I, I mean, I remember watching the trailer and, and thinking it looked really cool. Also, shout out to the fucking asshole who revved his motorcycle 80 fucking times a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. I you couldn't hear it either. It? It's, it made bars. <laughs> it's going to be on your end. Yeah, it'll be easy to take out. Um, I don't I, I like the... the uh, I hope it, it shows... Like, I haven't seen the Umbrella Academy, but for, like the boys, it's like a darker, grittier. I want that to be more of an emphasis in some shows well i think that can show marvel that there's a a niche for that yeah um which they've kind of started with with the netflix stuff a little bit but i mean you know oh man the punisher is so good i'd say i'd say i'd say the same for dc but they're already there so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so i I think it'll, it'll it should make them work harder which is good for everybody true story better quality yep our next one comes from at Sam the Witch. At CGY Pass Podcast, question mark. And it's a picture of Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny Philadelphia in a custom-made Spider-Man outfit where Spider-Man, the spider symbol in the middle, is kind of glittery. Mm-hmm. And it says, is Halloween getting too sexy for kids? Not if you're Frank Reynolds. <laughs> now, Frank, Frank can do no wrong, guy. Or if you're Brian Singer. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean, mean Ryan Johnson. No, no, no Ryan, Ryan Johnson's kidding. not Ryan affiliated Singer. with any kind of pedophilia at all. <laughs> Oof, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> but Brian Singer, you did it to yourself. Yeah. Well, idiot. and several children. But idiot. Anyway, um, blanket statement: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, next one from Sam the Witch. As you are podcast, corn on the cube? Hashtag tweet corner. I mean, I'd try it. <laughs> I'll put it. Corn's just delicious in many forms. Has science yeah. gone um, too far? <laughs> did everybody ever really the ask? Log- the logistics of it, I don't know. But I would, I would do it. You present me with corn on the cube and I will put it in my mouth. I have a rule with food. And that is, I'll put anything in my I'm mouth. I'm pretty once. sure this is three episodes in a row you've said that. I don't care. I know, no, I'm just like, I just think it's funny. It keeps coming up. He's a man of his it's, word. I'll do it. Alright. And, drum roll for the last question of the day from your favorite boy <laughs> at Allegedly Jeff at CGY Podcast. A wizard has cast a spell on you that restricts your vocabulary down to just five word he means words. Five words. Of your choosing. What five words would you choose? Hmm. You want some more? <laughs> that's five. That's, that's four, four though. 
So you got one more in there. To you got some wiggle room. Fuck. Please, I'm trying to. Th- yeah, I'm trying to think. I was like, oh fuck. What would I say after that? Now it doesn't have yes. to be a phrase. It can just be words. Yes. No. Okay. Fuck you. Yes. Negative. I'm a meat popsicle. That's only five. Yeah. Yeah. Is I'm the like I I, I am I apostrophe m because I think that's one word. That is one word. Yeah. Yeah. I'll count it as one word. So you got one word. If you're Conjugation a pit, makes it one word. Um, English. Yes, no. Fuck. Uh, do I get variations <laughs> of fuck? Sure. Sure. Okay. It's your words, man. No, no, I mean, like, if I blanket, like, fuck, do it, does it, I also get fucking fucks, like. Ooh. I'll, I mean, I'll allow it, but honestly, it's up to allegedly Jeff. It's true. It's one of the more versatile words. All right, I'll just keep it standard fuck. Um, so yes, no, fuck. Um, extra guac. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Misty asked me, he's like, do you want Chipotle? So that's why I was on the brain. Um, yes, no, fuck. Uh, hello and goodbye. Put it in your 401k. That's five. And Jeff is all about his 401k. We should buy a bar. <laughs> <laughs> we should buy a boat. We should buy a zoo. We go. bought a zoo. There you go. We also bought a zoo. We're also investing in a business called Boatmates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's right. You heard it. Aqua B&B. Although I think that's real. Aqua B&B. That's a real one, though. <laughs> Um, but that is going to do it for Twitter. Uh, that's also going to do it for episode 58. <laughs> Come get your podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us on social medias, we have a Twitter and Facebook. You can, they can be found out at CGY podcast. Uh, you should go to our website, comegetyourpodcast.com, where we also host our uh, podcast along with Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, a zillion other places as well. I think that list keeps automatically growing without us even knowing about it. Um, and then, yeah. They're also on our website. You can see my wife has her own little corner of stuff she likes to write about. Or whatever she's into that time of writing. New post should be going up soon. And what else we got? Oh yeah, our Twitch. Twitch.tv slash come get your podcast. Where you can see... Some of us streaming some stuff at almost any given time, with the exceptions of Tuesdays and Saturdays, because your boys need some days off. And I'm not, and I'm not going to say that th- we're not going to be streaming on those days. No. That's just an optional day. It could be a surprise stream on those days if we're up to it. Um, otherwise, around well, I don't know about weekends, but around seven p.m., seven thirty p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be going live with something. So come hang out. Say hi. Follow us. Let's get to that affiliate. Quest for affiliation. And I think that's it. Unless I forgot any place else. I don't think so. All right. Well, as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. I'm back doing it this week. So this week's shower thought comes from user Aniglis. Aniglis? Ingles. Don't ask me. I'm going to say it right. Anigles. 
If you ever feel bad about a mistake you've made, just remember that Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix so he could make Wild Wild West. <laughs> and that's going to do it for us here as Come Get Your Podcast. This has been episode 58. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. And I've been Chris. Wiki Wiki. Wild Wild West. He did the right thing. <laughs> he did the right Great thing movie. for all of us. Really. He roped Kevin Klein into that for no reason at all.